Hello and welcome to the Rambling Runner. I am Matt Chittam. It is July 11th and thank you for tuning in. I'm excited to get this thing going because this morning was a pretty eventful day uh, for me in terms of my normal workout. So I woke up at my customary 4.05 a.m. to get the, get the day going and I came downstairs and immediately heard that there was a Rain going on outside, so this was news to me because it wasn't really in the forecast. So I immediately checked my uh, Weather Channel app and saw that on the radar that the rain was supposed to clear in a matter of a half an hour or so. So I was pretty excited because that would basically mean that once my warm-up was complete, the rain would dissipate and then, shoot, off we go into the tempo run. However, what... <laughs> Uh, much to my chagrin, uh, once I did finish my warm-up, uh, basically the forecast did the opposite. Um, it pretty much just opened up and started pouring right down onto my head just as I was, I was starting the run. So it was uh, not the conditions I was looking for, certainly not the ideal conditions someone's going to uh, look for when they're trying to do a workout that is used to kind of determine race pace and decide or help decide uh, how much uh, one's improving. So you know, we've been doing these tempo runs uh, once every week or two, it, it, kind of depending. Uh, no real set schedule on it, but I've done a couple of them. And you know, it's nice to see some improvement when you get into these tempo runs. And today was a, a mile longer than I had been doing. And I was really excited to see how it was going to go. However, with the rain, it really put a, you know, pardon, the, pardon the pun, really kind of dampened my expectations on what was going to happen, and that's exactly how it turned out. So anytime you run in the rain, uh, you have to deal with, especially if it's been raining for a while, you have to deal with the puddles, and for me, that means two things. It means that the, my foot striking gets a little sloppy, and pushing off gets a little bit tougher. So uh, ultimately, running a certain pace, no matter what pace that is, it just becomes more effort to get to that level than it would be uh, if you're running in ideal conditions. So uh, from, a, from a tempo run standpoint, for me, I ran about 5 or 10 seconds slower per mile uh, than I intended to do, according to my coach's, uh, my coach's plan. And that stunk. I really wasn't too happy about that. But at the same time, I was uh, pretty proud of my effort because I had to work a lot harder than I normally would have to run that pace. So, you know, two or three miles into the tempo run, I was, you know, wondering whether I was going to be able to finish, frankly. And uh, I kind of pushed through it, was able to compete and uh, kind of battle through the conditions and finish the tempo run uh, on schedule uh, in terms of being able to run a consistent pace all the way through, which for me is its own challenge. I remember my first tempo run uh, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, the first mile was about 20 seconds faster than the desired pace, and uh, that was a nightmare. And then in subsequent tempo runs, I've kind of been all over the place, you know, kind of narrowing the gap between... Um, the intended uh, potential range of the tempo run and what I've been able to execute. And so today I was happy with being able to run consistent. However, yeah, I'm in the spot where I'm trying to gauge how well I did and it's hard to gather that information when you can't really make an apples to apples comparison between this tempo run and uh, the previous tempo runs. And when you're 
looking at specific workouts, whether it's tempo runs or stuff on the track or fartlek workouts, you really get a lot of bang for your buck when you can take that workout and put it in context of what you've done in the previous weeks and months or even if you have uh, kind of a longer training history and say, hey, you know, last year, you know, three weeks out from a race, I was able to do X or, you know, six months out from a race, this is where I was, you know, anaerobically or aerobically. And being able to make those comparisons are huge. So today's workout is not going to allow me to do that. So that's, that's definitely a bummer. Um, and it would be nice even, you know, projecting forward. So say my next tempo run, whenever that happens to be, you know, say I run it, you know, 10 to 15 seconds per mile faster than I did today, I'm going to be stuck trying to figure out, all right, does that mean I've improved since my last tempo run? Or does that mean that I've stayed the same and this is how I would have run it if it hadn't been raining? You know, that, you know, that, that random, uh, random Tuesday. So that's where I am in terms of trying to gauge my performance um, in relation to other, uh, other workouts. However, there's a completely separate, um, completely separate topic that I feel like is a big benefit uh, to how today worked out. So basically what I'm trying to say is every race that you have, you never know how the weather's going to turn out. So I've done winter races where it snowed. I've done uh, other winter races where there's been, you know, you know, sub-freezing temperatures, even 10 to 15 degrees. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, I've done the Blessing of the Fleet 10-miler here in Rhode Island, which is a huge race. A lot of people participate, and I swear it was 90 degrees uh, with 90% humidity the year I did it. And, it, uh, you know, especially for someone who runs in the morning, you know, I don't have to deal with that sort of that sort of heat on a day-by-day basis. So trying to acclimate to potential weather conditions that could affect you on race day is another big piece of training. And I think that's one aspect of today's run that was a big benefit. So you know, I'm going to be doing the Run for Carry run here in Rhode Island. Um, it's a 4.8-mile race. The, I think it's the first weekend in August. And it's, a, it's another you know, solid race, uh, one of the few races that's held every year in the summer months. Uh, you know, most, most races are kind of held in the spring and, uh, spring and the fall, as most of you know. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I have no idea what the weather is going to be like. It might be raining buckets on that day just like it did today. So it's really nice to be able to simulate what could potentially happen uh, on race day. So in that respect, I am grateful uh, for the, how, how the weather turned out today, even if I was uh, cursing it during the run, I think after the fact you can look back on it and say, hey, you know what, this wasn't all bad. Uh, while today might not be uh, ideal in terms of figuring out my fitness, it does uh, potentially put my mind at ease if the skies open up in the middle of a race. I can say, hey, I've done this before, right? I've been able to battle through these conditions, and today is going to be uh, just like uh, that you know, July 11th day or Say I do a uh, another workout in the middle of the day in 90 degree heat, and uh, I can say on race say, hey, shoot, I ran in 90 degree heat already. I can do this. I can bust through this and have a high quality race no matter the conditions. So I think that's a, a nice piece as well. So anyway, I hope all of you are enjoying your workouts and your running. And uh, next time, on to next time. I hope you're I hope you're doing great and. Uh, Hope you continue to uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, happy running.